Well, that screen shouldn't be on to start with, so let's try that again. <laughs> right. uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show where anything can happen, like the wrong screens being shown. So tonight's show is about customer satisfaction and getting your stars. So I'm Phil Griffiths. This is... And I'm Jenny, and we're off to a amazing start, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out why everything's not on the right size, because it was working fine before we went live. There we go. That's better. Right. If anyone is watching, first of all, if you want to comment, let us know if you can hear and see see us. Looks like Dan is already uh, letting us know that. So, uh, thank Hi, you, Dan. Dan. So, that's Dan. Uh, He's I a target know. component. Is that the target, Dan? Or is it, yeah, I'd get mixed up nowadays with this um, Dan guy. That's, that's Dan the man. Yeah, there we go. So, right. Okay. So, first of all, I'll get the guests to obviously introduce themselves. Uh, first, we've got Steve. Steve, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, your business name, if you wish, and uh, any tips or stories you've got for us. Hello. Good evening. Well, my name is Steve. I run a company called Chitter Computers. I've been running it for about 21 years. Yeah. Uh, I got my first computer back in 1979, my first stop, desktop in about 1983. <laughs> Uh, I've got a story for you. I have already told it on the group, so you may have heard it before, but um, I often do more than one thing at a time. So I, I, I can actually uh, write an email and talk to somebody, and I can do them both equally as well. Um, on this particular day, I was doing a remote session with a customer. He was on the phone with me. I was trying to have a conversation on Facebook on the Tech for Tech group. And uh, an email came in from a supplier that I had just ordered an Asus um, uh, charger for a customer's laptop. And uh, quite surprisingly, he was querying the tip side. Um, and so I emailed the customer and I said to her, uh, my supplier has um, queried your tip size. Can you send me a picture of it? Um, she replied, as you know, Steve, they are not very big. And although I have known you for 15 years, I'm not sure I am ready to send you a picture. Maybe a date first. So maybe, maybe next time I'll check my email before I send it out to a customer, make sure I don't get me P's and me T's mixed up. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's de de definitely one, uh, that's for sure. Right. The reply sounds like something I would have said in all fairness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, de de definitely one there. Right, guys, if you are watching, obviously make sure you do comment. So obviously let us know who you are and we'll give you a shout-out like we are doing with Blue Bolt PC. So evening, guys. Uh, hope you guys are coming to TechMax as well, and we'll see you in a few uh, months' time. So uh, it'll be good to have a good chat up. Uh, chat <laughs> catch up. God. Getting my words mixed up, let alone letters getting mixed up now. So, right, okay. So, right, next we'll go on to the PC guy, as he likes to be called. So, the PC guy, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, the name of your company. I think that's pretty obvious. But And if you've got a tip for us today. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, I'm Jay. I'm, uh, I run the PC guy. And I've been in the industry for just over 20 years now. Um I am based in Berwick, and I've got a quite a large place to run with a couple of members of the staff. Um, I have one tip and one tip only, really. I suppose it's any good for anybody. Is if you're ever going to start up in the industry like I did, always try and buy as many USB sticks as possible and load your operating systems on them because you never know when you're going to need them. And I always carry a few around with me every single day just in case I have to nip anywhere see a customer first thing in the morning. Uh, if there's obviously any issues, I can go down there, stick the USB in, probably clear a lot of the issues there and then without having to set the computer away. So it's always handy to have a stick with all your tools on and or operating systems as well. Okay, that sounds pretty good, um, Jay. So has anyone else got any interesting stories? or advice or anything like that who is listening tonight i know there's a few of you watching uh, but chat does seem a little bit quiet tonight i think you're all scared i don't know if it's steve yeah. who's scaring you all off or if it's jay but uh, or it's probably me being more than likely to be honest with you right okay so let's um move over on to the uh news we've got at this end right. so um if you want to just carry on doing that jen i'll just go over the awards Oh, I was going to let you go ahead and find it. 
Five. Well, I can't get on your machine, can I? You're there. Um, but, so, right. So, sorry about that, guys. So, um, so if it the, can happen, it will. Yeah. So, the actual Tech Awards, the nominations are now over. Voting will start in roughly a week's time. So, we'll obviously do a shout-out to everyone who has been, obviously, nominated. We've got, I think it was 546, no, 846 different nominations altogether um so that's for like different people and so forth obviously there's going to be a few mix and matches there and there's a few we're having to filter out because there's someone who's took for example a picture of their feet uh, for the example of best automotive signage uh, and then there's one or two have taken pictures of the vehicles and it doesn't say anything on it and they haven't written down what the company is so there we go. We even got an entry for a plane in there as well. So, uh, but we'll uh, we'll go through that uh, a little bit later. Uh, I'm not sure if a plane's class is automotive. I suppose it is, not at the same time. I suppose you can roll it down the road. I suppose, um, but but yeah. So we've got a few few different applications in there, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, right. So, Jen, if you want to um, run us through techniques, then. Right, I'd be glad to, <laughs> because I'm not getting anywhere with this. Um, we have some new joins uh, uh, coming to Tech Max. We have TP Link. They joined up this week, uh, as well as I'm not sure if we've announced it. Uh, verbatim, Surefire will be there. Uh, our sponsors that have joined us are Pax Eight. And Iama is going to be our digital sponsor. Um, so that's that's the news from TechMax. Uh, uh, as you've been known, uh, been knowing, we've we've hired uh, a casino for entertainment. Uh, if you didn't know that, well, you know it now. We've got many mm -hmm. other sponsors. Uh, to start off with, we have Case King. Associate and uh, also uh, Arrow Cool, they will be our main sponsors for the day. In uh, Case King's main sponsor, Arrow Cool is sponsor for the launch. Yes, that's what got, I said. Yeah, and then we've got Iyama, which is your digital sponsor. Strong is doing the awards. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where I was trying to go, but okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, um. Now that I've totally forgotten what I was going to say, um, we have uh, what? Okay, you. Okay, guys, we're just having a few technical issues. The screen's not uh, displaying this end, but let me just uh, run it for uh, through. So we've got tools and presentations going off at the event. Uh, we've got. Uh, Kit Guru going to be there, so hardware purchase intention survey. So they're going to be telling you about what the most popular things are, what people are buying and so forth at the moment. We're going to have a tech roundtable as well. So the tech roundtable is basically a bit like what we're doing now, uh, but we're going to be obviously live at the venue. We've got myself on the stage. We've got Will Murr as well. We've got Ken, who I've seen in the chat today. We've also got Battle of the Distributors back. We've got a few people we're talking to um, from the distributors. We've just got to get 100% confirmation from them of who's going to be attending and so forth. We'll post that when needed. We do have a couple of other talks, uh, one specifically which um, I can't say yet until she sends over all the finalized details and so forth, but there is going to be a lot going on. And talking about... Um, presentations and stuff a lot of you complained last year obviously the screen wasn't big enough and you couldn't see what was going off and stuff like that we well, solved that this year we solved that this year we um well mainly due to the main sponsor we're able to get a slightly bigger screen so hopefully that screen which is 86 inches should be a little bit better than the little poxy one that was supplied by the venue which was about 30 inches so you should be able to see that especially in the room what we're going to be having in the now show. just to put this into proportion put the, the picture back up okay okay that's phil everybody knows that phil is not a merry little lad all right and that thing makes phil look like a ken doll yeah and that little dot in the background is my dog that looks like a pixel on the monitor. So it's, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. It took two 
uh, guys to to lift it out of the box. My, my father-in-law, thank you, oh. and Phil, thank you for assisting in that. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. So no problem there. So otherwise, for Tetmox, um, we've been through a lot of the stuff on there. Obviously, the venues at Magna is up in Sheffield near Rotherham. We've updated the uh, information on there for the parking, walking, driving, train, bus, and taxi, yeah. Uber, and so forth for anyone who's interested. You've got some testimonials there from last year. And here's the list of uh, all the vendors, and when I say vendors, distributors as well, that have signed up or at least finalized at the moment. There are a lot more to go. We've yeah. got 15 more, which we're just waiting for payments to go mm -hmm. through uh, to go on top of what we've already announced here. And then there's going to be another uh, a load we were talking to, mm -hmm. and more than likely there'll be one or two last-minute ones like last year. Yeah. So uh, uh, definitely a, a good number. Um, uh, we're already surpassing last year's in, in numbers of the oh, yeah. exhibition. Yeah. Uh, exhibition if I can speak English, uh, the yeah, the, those we've <laughs> we've already uh, surpassed last year's on there. And if anyone's interested in exhibiting, it's quite cost effective. Uh, we're pretty open with the pricing. So if any ex anyone wants to exhibit, if you've got a small business what sells to other retailers or anything along that lines, MSPs or anything like that. Um, you're looking at basically 850 quid plus VAT for an exhibition spot. It's not expensive. We've priced it pretty cheap so we can get a good array, of not just the big guys, but the smaller guys and everyone between there. Um, so we could probably charge a lot more and just get bigger guys in there, but we well, want to make sure everyone's got the ability. Put it like this. If, if you want to go to Computex, you may have to sacrifice your firstborn son uh, and, and everything else in between. If you want to go to Tech Max, it's just as simple as just rolling out a little bit of Dosh and you're there. Yeah, exactly. We do have actually, it says one pound on the um, video we did. We do have actually have a free ticket if you don't want lunch. If you want lunch, it's a quid. Uh, if you want to go to the evening meal, mm -hmm. entertainment, and awards, you're looking at 25 quid. So it gives you a rough idea. I mean, you think about it when you go out uh, on the town and for a meal. That's about what you pay for a meal. That's it. When you go out, so we we did it competitively. That's it. And there was one other thing you wanted to talk about. I did. Um, this week, uh, I was told that um, Tech Max, I mean, sorry, Tech for Techs, lost a special friend, and this special <laughs> friend uh, was the uh, four-legged pal of Dean Shaw from Arrow Cool. He was 16 years old, and um, he loved to visit the hills above the Derwent Dam, as seen in this picture. And, uh, Dean, we're really sorry that Baxter is no longer with us. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say it's always a shame to lose uh, any anyone or any pets, to be honest with you. Um, de definitely uh, sorry for you there, Dean. So. Right, so let's move on to the main topic then. I'm going to put chat back on and just quickly go through chat first. So we, so any Facebook users watching, please comment um, for your name after your comments because, unfortunately, Facebook hasn't fixed the issue yet, uh, which uh, tells people who you are and so forth. So uh, a lot of Facebook people will just be showing up as Facebook user. We did have a comment coming from Ken, uh, Ken earlier on at Kenny Clever. Uh, he said, best customer service advice I can give is to never give ourselves uh, to your customer. Listen carefully, explore their requirements, give them options, but above all, let them make the decision. Yeah, sounds like a pretty good advice there. Uh, we've got Welshy Tech. So, how are we both doing? Well, we're doing very well, Welshy. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're doing well too. Yeah, I'm going to say we're doing pretty well. Thank you for tuning in, Welshy. Um, some good videos you've been doing recently. Uh, let's have a look. So, we've got Facebook user. So, I'd love to chat to you all about my business. 20 years now, two men banned and turning over 400k a year. I have so much to give and so much I would love to listen to and learn from you guys. Uh, we do all and much, much more uh, large IT firms. Let's have a look uh, in hosted desktop and other hosted stuff. 
Uh, well, whoever Facebook user is, if you want to get in contact, um, I'm guessing because you're saying you're Facebook user in the Tech for Tech group, just contact me or Jenny. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, my name is Phil Griffiths, but in the Facebook group, it's John Phil Griff because of uh, Facebook being sods, let's just put it that way. Um, so, uh, but if you do want to get in touch, that's absolutely uh, fine. So... That's pretty good. So we've got Mr. Gates apparently checking in from across the pond. So um, I don't know if that's the Bill Gates or uh, someone else, but uh, nice to have you uh, watching. Uh, Hello, so Bill. we got Gadget Joe as well. <laughs> so Gadget Joe, he's going to be at the uh, event as well. He's going to be covering the event, so he's going to be doing some yeah. videos and talking to the stuff and I don't know exactly what he's going to be doing. But I can't wait to meet him. I said. So, yeah, so... Uh, Apparently, he'll, he, he stands out, apparently, from, from the uh, last um, uh, last uh, show we did, he says. So, uh, uh, he looks very much like his logo. Well, let's just put it Well, that if way. he does, then I won't have a hard time spotting him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, here we go. And Welsh are checking, uh, Tech and Joe are talking to each other. So, free bar, any tickets left? So, yeah, there is a free there bar. Are. And there are some tickets left. We have made some more available uh, which weren't needed by some of the vendors. So if you do need tickets, I suggest you get them for the evening because there isn't that many left. Uh, so uh, Facebook user says the screen must be 14 foot tall. Not far off, to be honest with you. That's pretty much how tall I am, so that's pretty good. <laughs> um, so with uh, Facebook user, oh, this is Sharon. Uh, it's an uh, exciting event. Sharon says Eurosoft, quality visitor and exhibits. So that's good. Obviously, Sharon, she's exhibited for the last two years at Eurosoft to do the PC check software. They're lovely people. ever used it. Uh, Welsh Tech saying thank you very much. And uh, we had Mr. Pons. And uh, and that was me, Andrew Eve, call at Computers UK Limited. Well, uh, obviously, Andrew, if you want to be on the show, just get in touch. Um, if you've got a topic you want to talk about or you want to join another topic, feel yeah. free. It's uh, pretty straightforward. We don't charge for doing live shows or anything like that. It's the same for vendors, distributors. For example, we had E-Armor on uh, was last week, weren't it? Was mm -hmm. week? Oh, yeah, last week. So there we go. Right, let's get on to the main topic then. So let's go around the room. So I'm going to start off with Steve. So today, obviously, we're talking about customer satisfaction, getting your stars. Steve, give us a story or some advice regarding this. How how do you um, make your customers satisfied? Okay, so a great man once said that yeah. all the world is a stage and the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. And that's what I do. I play a role, a part, when I'm dealing with a customer, whether it's on the phone, face-to-face, -face, no matter how I feel outside of that role, when I greet that customer, when I deal with that customer, I'm always happy, cheerful, how are you, nice to see you. A customer doesn't want to see somebody that's miserable. No. And if you look at my reviews, my, my company's called Chiswick Computers, I've got over 600 <laughs> I think you will find that 40 and not five star. And if you if you look at the five star reviews, you will all see they mention customer service, um, honesty, reliability. But customer service is the most important thing because there is no point having a business if you do not look after your customers. There is no point having a business if you annoy your customers don't make them happy don't look after them and they don't come back it just means you've got to spend more money advertising to get new customers in so look after the customers you've got play that role play that part yeah that sounds pretty good advice uh, i there, couldn't i couldn't agree more um that sounds like something that that one of my friends told me that uh i went to high school with i was still in high school she had left and gone to university and she had a job as a waitress and she said, some nights you just want to just throw everything down and go home. She says, but when you hit that door to bring those plates out, you make sure your hair is in place and that you are smiling and beaming. And you say, the show must go on and get it done. Because when you hit that door, no one wants to see you looking like just some sort of evil Medusa, 
<laughs> and they, they want to see somebody looking like they, they are owning it. They, that's what they expect. Yeah, yeah. So no matter how bad a day you're having, try not mm-hmm. to look like you're having one. That's it. I'd like to add to that as well. And that goes for not only yourself, but the way your business looks inside as well. If your business looks a mess and so forth, it makes you look a mess. And also the way you present... Uh, the way you dress, not necessarily are you wearing jeans and t-shirts. It's like the fact that you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt with pizza stains all down the front yes. and grease and sweat coming out your armpits or whatever is obviously make sure you got that presentation. If you don't, if you look a mess, people are going to think that what you do is going to be a mess. And that's yeah. going to be the same the way your store goes. The amount of times we've been in stores and it's obvious what – who whoever's working there has had for the lunch yeah so they're wearing like, it smells like a curry house or the <laughs> pizza smells some vinegar whatever it may be and the last thing you want to do is walk into someone's store after someone's had some tuna or something like that to eat because that really can smell and put people off i will never forget going to a trade show one time and and i don't when i say a trade show i don't mean like take max i mean this was when you would bring your goods to sell at oh, a trade show. Computer market. Yeah, right. And there was this guy cooking a curry under the table. <laughs> oh, well, nothing could go wrong there. I mean, there was flames. There was flames on a gas stove coming up under a wooden table with a cloth on it. Wasn't that at the Wolverhampton race? Course? It was. Yeah, it so was. This is, we're indoors here as well. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean... I will say this, the curry smelled lovely. I don't know that the customers appreciated as much as I did, but um, I was just afraid that we were all going to blow up inside the great course. Totally agree. Uh, Let's quickly go to chat before we go over to Jay then. So let's have a look. So so Gary Joe saying, yeah, he's a big lad with a – a giant red beard and a bald head, so it's not hard to miss. So if you want to see uh, say hi to Gadget Joe, feel free. He'll be at Tech Max. Uh, we got Ken at Kenny Clever. Agree with putting uh, on the game face, no matter uh, uh, what is going on in your life. Yeah, exactly. Even if you feel like complete, you know what? You, you just have to put that smile on. Sometimes it's uh, one of those things. And, and with Ken, with Ken, if all else fails and he doesn't feel like it, he can send Prince. And Duke out there, and then everybody will be sorted. Yeah, he's got the advantage of having two dogs in the store to um, <laughs> to cheer customers up before he gets to talk to them, I suppose. But, uh, uh, we've also got um, awesome event coming up. Uh, big lover of tech, and my forte is cooking. Have you got uh, the catering sorted? Yes. Uh, catering's done by the venue, yeah. so yeah, that is sorted. Will be if anyone attended last year. It's going to be similar-ish to last year. Yeah, I can't promise you that everything that we had last year will be on the plate. Um, I would hope that most of it will be. um, But we're still menu planning, as as we call it. Um, I did take on board that we didn't have a, a dessert last year, and I told them, yeah, we need to get that sorted. Yeah, exactly. I'm not <laughs> sure what happened to the dessert. Well, there was a few issues with the food last year, but we've rectified that for this year. So that's good. So, yeah, lunch, which, again, is only going to cost you a quid, when you, um, which you probably already paid for in your ticket. So for a quid, the lunch is worth it on its own. Okay, it's sandwiches, but cakes and all sorts as well, the well, salad and stuff like that with it. You could argue this. You can't even go to the co-op and get lunch yeah. for that. That's it. No, and the evening meal is going to be, again, we've still got 100% finalise it, but it's going to be similar as last year. It's going to be sort of a, on a, a barbecue style, so there's plenty yeah. of food, plenty of meat. It's basically you get up and help yourselves rather than being plated, uh, shall we say, this posh nush uh, where you end up getting a, a potato the size of a oxo cube and <laughs> uh, a piece of meat which looks like I that was know. mashed potatoes the size of yeah, a exactly. oxo <laughs> so, and, uh, uh, and the big piece of meat you get is probably the size of uh, I don't know a pork my thumb or something like that <laughs> uh, it's, uh, so yeah you get real uh, real food so there we go yeah Phil and I know which events would uh, 
that serve this, and we always have a bag of crisps in the bedroom. Yeah, stay over. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this this event, the idea is, is that you don't have to order from KFC or pizza or afterwards. So, right, we've got a good evening from Scotland. Hard to say who that is, but uh, hi, Scotland. Again, if you're a Facebook user, make sure you put your name in because Facebook's having this issue where it's not showing uh, in the uh, live streams. So we've got hello from Ireland, from Cormac. He's watching on YouTube. We've got Ken saying, let's say, again, customer feedback is great. Uh, makes it easy for your customers. We have a big QR code link in Truckpilot, Facebook, etc. We also printed on the uh, bottom of the receipt. So, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a point. My QR code's not on the screen. Uh, so, if anyone does want to go to TechMax, uh, it's top left corner, right? Well, when my face is right at the moment. So, uh, I'll uh, move move over uh, in a second. I won't uh, buy it. So, there we go. So, yes, let's have a look. So, what else <laughs> we got on the chat? We've got Ken saying, agree with Jenny, uh, get a dog or two. Nothing breaks eyes with customers better unless they're allergic. Yeah. Uh, and even when uh, someone is allergic, like Phil, mm -hmm. if you have a Labrador retriever in the house, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He picks you him up all the time and plays with him and everything. That's, uh, He's a with him. That's it. Um, so there we go. So Cormac saying he thought the food last year was great. So that's Thank good, you. Cormac. But then again, Cormac, all you're used to is potatoes in Ireland, isn't it? So anything's <laughs> better than potatoes. It's the it's potato same. famine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going to have a go at me again ah, next ah. time he sees me. Oh, um, so, right. Um, yeah, sad to hear the canes are better than um, Heston. Okay, no, no problem, Gordon. Um so, yeah, so catering, unfortunately, has been. It's one of those things with the venue. It's basically sorted with the venue. So yeah, you have to go. basically so use their staff, their, their kitchens and everything. But to be honest, we've been uh, absolutely happy with the food. That's one. Yeah, it, it was good. I enjoyed it last year. Um, and I especially the pork belly. That was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to say lots of people went for seconds. I know. <laughs> uh, right, okay, let's get on back onto the main subject then. So enough about food. Right, the PC guy, Jay. So what's your tip, advice, stories regarding this customer service stuff then? Yeah, I think I've got to agree with, with you guys with um, regards to obviously putting on a face when you're, you're meeting customers. There's nothing worse than being in a bad mood or seeing customers in a bad mood. Um, one of the things that I sort of said that I would definitely do when I got my own place, as it were, was treat the customers like gold, <clears throat> as if they were a friend as soon as they walk through the door. And, and there is that saying that you've got pretty much 15 seconds to give an impression to a, a particular person when they first meet you. So <clears throat> it is important to smile and greet them well. Um, but have an empathy with people as well. You know, they're coming to you with the laptops mm -hmm. whether they busted the screen or spilled gin and tonic all over the keyboard. You know, <laughs> the, there's a multitude of, of people walk through your door and they're desperate to get the computers back, the laptops back, the kids are moaning at them because uh, I had one, for example, where Actimel was spilt into the, the gaming PC and it was just, the, the kid was absolutely mortified about it. You know, you have to sort of be a really good listener as well. It's okay saying to somebody, yeah, all right, I'll fix it, I'll have a look, give us your details and see you later. You've got to have a good conversation. Now, I've probably spent... And people might disagree with this, but I normally spend around about 10 to 15 minutes talking with my customers. And it does take quite a chunk out of the day, really, if you're getting five, six, seven, eight customers coming through. But I feel that's important because when they walk away from your shop or your office, they're trusting you already to do the job. They've yeah. got that sort of, oh, he's a really nice guy. Or, you know, if you've got, uh, I've got a receptionist and she's really good at speaking with my customers as well. So, and you know, they, they always say, oh, she's lovely, you know, she she's really nice. And and that's the sort of impression I think anybody should put across when meeting the customers, that you've just got to be the nicest person in the world, even if they're being the most horriblest person in the world as well. You, you've got to try and get them into a good mood. And I find that really helps um, in a lot of cases. There have been customers who have been absolutely seething. I had a guy come in once and I said, hi, how are you doing? And it was the typical, I wouldn't be here if I was all right. And yep. you know, you've just got to try and sort of calm them down yep. again and just say, okay, let's have a look and see what's wrong and have a chat and, you know, be, be happy with them, really, I suppose. I would like to add to that. Um, 
uh, the the phrase "think it, don't say it" comes yeah. to mind. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, when you have the spills and everything, the first thing you want to say is, "Why were they drinking around the laptop?" Yeah. You know, and you don't want to chastise the customer because that's going to make them feel like, "Well, I should have known better," uh, or or even, "Well, it's my laptop. I have every right to have." a drink when I'm on it, if I want to, it's an accident, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so try to, to think it, don't say it kind of thing. And you might ask, um, you know, if it is a spill, what exactly we're dealing with, because that depends on if you can treat it certain ways. Uh, if it's a water spill, that's different. It's not corrosive. You know, if it's tea with milk and sugar, well, then there's a higher chance that things have really gone awry there. So uh, it, it's okay to ask questions, but I would avoid the question of, you know, what were you yeah. doing drinking around the laptop? Think it, don't say it. Yeah. yeah. I must admit, I had to milk as a first. I've not had that one before. So, well, it's a uh, milky. Yeah, I know what it yeah. is. But, yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, I've never. never I bet before. that's. Strong. I've had plenty of cat pee and uh, cat vomit on laptops before in the past. Oh, no. I must admit. Cat pee, dog pee. Ooh. Yeah, that's, uh, especially in the, shall we say, the olden days, a few years back when a lot of people used to have the PCs downstairs in the living rooms and so forth, floor high, just the right height for your dog. Uh, let's put it that way. So uh, I've had a few of those over the years, and you go, you go in and sniff it, and you're thinking, "This don't smell right." Uh, I've <laughs> had, I've had people bring laptops in with bodily fluids of sorts, and I'm just going to say that I've, I gloved up and cleaned it before I even attacked the the problem itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of some of the most disgusting things come through your door, and you you're wanting to say, "I don't want to touch this." You know, uh, can you touch it for me? But that uh, yeah, you have to do what you've got to do, and uh, if that means putting a pair of gloves on before you attempt it, <laughs> that's it. I think all the points up to now have been pretty good. To be honest with you, Def definitely the listening to your customers is a, a big thing. To be honest, uh, so. I think mean, you've got to listen to your customers and empathize with them. So, obviously, if they come in, oh, well, I've lost all me, just say, I know, I know how you feel. Let's help. Yeah. This is how we're going to go about it and try and sort it. Don't tell them off. Don't chastise them. Yeah. Anything like that. So, actually, listen to your customers and just obviously help. There's a lot of times you go in the store and uh, something goes wrong, and the, whoever's behind the counter, they basically take the complete wrong approach, the negative yeah. approach, which then sets you back on the attack. And before you, you know it, even though if it wasn't your your fault, they're attacking you and, and so forth. So you, you've got to go the right way about it. Just understand. I know some of the stories you hear can be repetitive and oh, it's not one of these ones again and uh, little old ladies lost the pictures or what, whatever it yeah. may be. You just obviously yeah, and sympathize with the customer and it will take get you a long long way and people will remember that and will re recommend you for it I, I, re I remember one lady coming into our shop one day she had lost her pictures of her grandchild who was no longer with her mm -hmm. and um, the thing is she had not backed him up but she was a technophobe and didn't know much about how to do such a thing. And uh, she had taken her device to another uh, technical place. And they said, well, it must not have been that important to you if you didn't back them And I thought, oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's so not which made her, in return, irritated when she entered the door of ours. And I, I, I knew I knew I wasn't going to be able to recover this this day. It was, a, it was pretty far gone. Boy, I led her in the right direction for data recovery. So that was, that was my thing to do, was, was to get her on track and everything. I think in the end, she did get her pictures back. But, you know... It's, it's little things like that. If you know you can't do it, you know, to, to try and get them someone 
that can and, and be understanding, you know, that this person has lost something precious to them. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely a good point. I just will go to chat. Um, yes, Rishi, uh, you're welcome to take looks if Absolutely. you really want to. As long as you bring uh, the Royals with you as well, you'll be definitely welcome. So, yeah. So uh, we may even find you a very special place in the venue for you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to say that most of the guests there will like you being there, but uh, you, you're welcome um, as long as you're in hey, the tech industry. Hey, Rishi, <laughs> we'll party together. I guarantee it. Yeah. And that's one way of putting it. There we go. So we've got evening from Inverness. Uh, we've got um, Ken saying uh, customer service comes in many forms, even if something goes horribly wrong uh, with a repair, etc. The majority of customers appreciate honesty. Put your hands up and ask, how can we fix this? Uh, we've had a few over the years, but uh, always resolved. That's it. So sometimes there are things you can't resolve, but at least you can show the customer that you've done your best and the most and the, it's one of those things is uh, uh they're not wondering sometimes it's one of those things is oh could it have been done or not for many years so yeah definitely uh ken's also saying no oh, sorry. oh sorry sorry i thought i thought that there was two of ken like double pose yeah no Never mind. You're confusing me now, Jeff. <laughs> um, so, so Ken's also saying we're also um, hard uh, when uh, someone does come in uh, complaining. I generally listen, let them have their say, and then once they've finished, it's a case of I agree with you. Uh, if I were in uh, your shoes, I would fix this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so uh, definitely pretty much similar to what I said a second ago. It does take the sting out of the complaint uh, uh, and start dialogue, definitely. And then we've got another comment saying, some of the things I've had to clean off some screens over the years, disgusting, and that's from Kim. Very. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely get the uh, rubber gloves out and uh, clean the equipment. Um, and that's one thing we always used to do with all everything what came in, clean it. Um, yeah. The first thing we did was clean it, no matter if the, it was just in for basic diagnostics. I, I was never whatever. so happy as when we... I know this sounds bad. When COVID came along, I had an excuse to have gloves on hand to pick up things, you know, because before COVID came along, if I put on gloves, it looked like, ew, she's afraid to touch my device, you know, ew, ew, ew. But when COVID came along, I would just slip those gloves right on, pop, pop, <laughs> like a little nurse. <laughs> That's it. That's way back. Um, right, okay, so let's go back to Steve then. So, Steve, have you anything else you would like to add? Any more stories or tips or advice? Um, I think it's important that um, you understand that customer service is not just about being the boss or the owner. Customer service has to run right through the organisation, no matter if you're a two-man business or a 20-man business. Um I used to have a bit of a pet hate. You know, in London, we have lots of foreigners, so you get lots of foreign staff, and um, obviously their command of English is not always as good, and, and sometimes their way is not as good. And and sometimes you want to run your business in a certain way, and you want to um, deal with your customers in a certain way, and I certainly did. And one of my very small pet hates is sometimes I would get called out to the customer um, to the counter, and there'd already be a conversation going on between an engineer and a customer. And then the engineer would explain to me what was happening, and they would always say, she said this and she said that. And I used to educate them, please don't use the word she or he, call them by their name or say the customer. Because in English, in England, using she and he is not really acceptable. It's a little bit on the rude side. But, of course, not everyone understands that. So yeah. it's, it's important to make sure that your staff understand how you want to deliver customer service. And that is something that they, they have to deliver for you as you as you want them to. It's very important. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's uh, good. Definitely so I'm going to say the um, best way to go about that for a lot of companies who are growing is probably to get your basic rules and terms and how you approach people 
written down on a sheet of paper so you can pass that on to new employees because obviously the stuff you're going to be adding on to there over the years which is going to change and so forth but uh, it's de definitely something good to actually have written down so then you can basically say look this is how we try if they start talking a different way this is how we've trained you you need to um, stick to this format. Same with um, things like even answering the phones and communications and emails, saying things like, hey, how are you doing? And uh, say thank you and please. And again, as, um, as Steve says, obviously, people from different nationalities, and now we've had it with, uh, before, haven't we, Jen, where things, even though both speak English, where you say things, some don't always add up exactly the same. Um, yeah, so um, let's just say that you use one word and it means something over here. It can mean something totally different somewhere else, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I won't go into examples because that could go above and beyond customer service. Um, but anyway, uh, I've had it um, where <laughs> I would come across... Using the pronoun she and he, because it is a pronoun. I mean, you can dance around it as, as much as you like. It's a pronoun. It's part of the English language. And I would say something like she said she said that uh, her computer was dropped and he said this, that, and the other. Um, some nationalities may find it rude. I was always brought up with it being part of the English language and something we can use. But I would suggest in this circumstance that if you don't like that, and that's that's totally all good and well, I'm not disputing that, that you have a training course for anyone that comes on board of how to speak to the customer and of what is acceptable and what's not and have a, a, a role-play conversation where you act as the customer and they act as someone representing you and you say, right, now here's what I liked about that and here's what I didn't and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think before they hit the floor, they should know that. Yeah. It's too late once they hit the floor because then things have happened, you know, and you can't rectify it. Same as as talking on the phone, mock phone calls. Um, and the reason I say this is I had to go through a training like this in America when I worked at a candy store that sold uh, candy and, and shipped it around the world. Uh, I was trained on how to answer the telephone. I think I, I answered it five times before I got it right. And each one was very polite and courteous and everything, but there was only one acceptable way to answer the phone, and according to them. So you, you just have to make sure that everybody is on the same page before they even start. Yeah, exactly. Just the way you approach things. Again, the way you talk to people is, again, it's a similar thing as the way you look and present yourself and yeah. your business, the way you actually talk as well. It all runs in that same sort of category, I think, there, to be honest. So that, that's pretty good. I remember once... Uh, uh, miscommunication when you first came over to the UK when my mother asked you, would you like a trifle? <laughs> well, in the States, you don't have trifles, mm. as in the the, uh, the bowls with fruity stuff and custard and stuff in. Uh, it just means, would, would you like to do something a bit fancy, shall we say? Um, so. well, I just remember my, my, my neck snapped. Yeah, and looked at me, I was like, what's wrong with you? Uh, I just remember... I just I thought the woman had absolutely lost her mind, you know, or or I needed to make a run for the door or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, to put things in in another category, when I rolled up in the driveway with Phil for the first time meeting her, she had antlers on her head. Uh, it was Christmas time, and um, she ran out there to the car, and the dog, which looked like a huge Rottweiler was there with her. I'm sitting there in the car. I'm not getting out. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I looked over at Phil. I said, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. 
so yeah, so different ways, different um, nationalities approaching. Even sometimes, and it depends on places in the country. Up north, you talk to people a little bit different than um, southerners do, and so forth. So uh, it's everyone's got their own, own way. in our household. In our household, we have little uh, mini <laughs> conversations of um, what'd you say that for? Well, I was only joking because, well, we come, we may speak the same language, but we come from, you couldn't get two more, more totally different backgrounds if you tried. I'm very laid back Southern lady, and he is a very, Stern Englishman and <laughs> okay, yeah. but uh, we'll we'll end that conversation there uh, before I get told off. Right, okay. So let's have a look. Uh, quick um, go to Ken. He says uh, language issues can be uh, can also include different dialects. <laughs> uh, yep. Newcastle calling a female customer that is totally acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah, it's a bit like round here. Love yeah. or duck is um, quite acceptable for a lot of people. I'll never forget the um, first time I heard a up a duck. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant. I just. <laughs> yeah. Why is everyone calling me a joke? I remember that. Uh, there we go. Uh, probably not uh, further south. It's hard to say uh, to offend people. Yeah, so it's, it is easy to offend people, and sometimes it's easier to go for the neutral tone sometimes rather than uh, local dialect if you can get away with it. But again, it can differ per area uh, and your customer base. And sometimes when you know your customers, you can talk to them a certain way as well. So if you yeah. you know what they're like and say, look, you've got a relationship with them. Right, let's go on to uh, Jay again. So, Jay, I think it's your turn now. So, Jay, have you got anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, we've spoken about, uh, you know, how you treat your customers. And, you know, when you get the job done, I think it's important, again, just to have a sit down and explain what you've done. Obviously, customers don't understand the, the tech terms. You know, you've got to literally sort of uh, put it into a short story that they will understand. Um, and I was reading something that kind of put before that uh, obviously to get the customer satisfaction, it, is, it depends on how you treat them completely as soon as they walk in the door, walk out the door. Um, as a, you know, I've, I've got a place in a small village and I get recognised everywhere. If I went out for a drink and I thought, oh, my, my seat's just broke. I've just <laughs> Yeah, if, if I go out anywhere, if I go for a meal, if I go for a drink, people know me who I am. So I've got to always put that face on with them. Uh, I can still have a good drink and a chat with them and things like that. But people do remember you with the way that you treat, you know, that you treat them. Um, and I've had a lot of people say it all the time through recommendations. I've been told to come down to see you because you're a really nice guy. Um, you know, there's so many things like that. One of the things that Ken said before is he's got, uh, as well as your show in there, Phil, a QR code, which yeah, I think is massively important. And I've got an A4 size paper in my chair still shrinking down. I'm sorry. I'm watching you and I'm trying not to laugh. Dean, uh, if you're watching, could you please send a Thunder X3 to the PC guy? He is ever so nice. Jerry is so and gross. he takes care of me. <laughs> but, yeah, the um, I always say to me customers, you know, and it's it's pretty much every customer that, that walks through the door. I always ask them if they're happy with the service, if there's anything they need explaining. I think I've got to the bottom now. And, that, um, <laughs> um, and normally they do have questions. Other times they don't have questions. But I always say to them, listen, you can call me anytime, text me anytime. If you've got any issues with a computer or laptop, whatever job I've done for them, that they can always give me a call. As long as it's not on Sundays, that's my day off. Um, you know, and then I'll say, if you are happy with that thing, would you mind giving us a scan, scan the QR code for the older customers? I normally ask them just to recommend me to friends and family because a lot of them don't know how to use QR yeah. codes, yeah. etc. So you've got to have, I think, uh, multiple ways to get your recommendations through and, you know, your reviews as well. Now, again, asking for reviews is sometimes you are putting yourself in the hands of the customer. If you've done one thing wrong and you've not realised it, it is going to make a mark on what yeah. kind of re review you do get, whether it's a three, four, five style, whichever. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, it, it's just kind of looking after them like they are a family member or a friend, and then hopefully they'll give you the review that they, you know, that you deserve, really. So, 
you know, playing off something that you just said, uh, you know, talking to them uh, and telling them what you've done, you have to be careful with that too, I mm. learned. Because if you dumb it down too much, they are offended and they think, well, you don't think I have the brains to figure yeah. out what I'm you're saying to me. And if you tech it too much, then it's going over their head. So you've got to find that you've got to basically figure out your customer in the first few seconds of meeting them and what you think they will understand from what they've told you about their computer. And then you know, kind of play happy middle between yeah. techie tech and making them feel stupid, I guess. <laughs> would be the, yeah. And, and I've, I've had to, to really struggle with that sometimes because I thought <laughs> that I had found my common ground between the two one day. And this lady says, well, don't talk down to me. I said, I'm sorry. I said, I really didn't mean to. I said, I was just trying to avoid you know, using too many technical terms and jargons and, yeah. and everything. I said, but I, di I didn't mean to, you know, come across as, as belittling or anything. Yeah. I think most people will turn around and say they're a technophobe or don't know yeah. what I'm doing or, you know, if they say I've messed about with this and I've really messed it up, you kind of know which way yeah. uh, that the conversation, which way the conversation is going to go. But some people are switched on, other people yeah. are. Yeah. But, as long as you're honest with them when you're, you know, talking about the job that you're going to do, even if they don't understand it, they've got a lot of information in the head that, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that it is a fine line between offending somebody and, you yeah. know, That's not it. doing well. well. I had a customer this morning who rung up and it's like one of the simple things, just power the machine off, power it back on and it'll work sort of thing. But trying to get them to understand what the power button was, yeah, um, just over the phone on its own, and it's like you know the button you press to turn it on. That one, yeah, one's that, and so you know you press it every morning to switch it on. So yeah, yeah listen, and this is the thing I did. I gentleman yesterday with his with a Wi-Fi issue, couldn't connect to the internet. He said, "I'm getting no broadband." I said, "Is it you know? Are you on Wi-Fi? Is it a laptop?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "But what's Wi-Fi?" So there's even people who don't even know what Wi-Fi is. Yeah, and I, and I said to him, I said, "Well." If you're on Wi-Fi, you can use your laptop anywhere in the house. All right, yeah, I'm on Wi-Fi then. So it, it is hard for some people to, to grasp, you know, the tech, even though it's a, a well-known technical term, Wi-Fi, you yeah. know, some people just don't get it. Yeah, the, the must may have come across people who get that and, like, 4G and 5G mixed up with Wi-Fi yeah. and, you know, oh, my 5G's not working on my laptop and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, and and like, God forbid introducing the word hotspots to the ones that don't know Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. Different story, different day. Right, yeah. so we're getting close-ish to the end of the show. Um, if anyone, obviously, who is watching wants to add any comments in, any thoughts, any ideas about customer yeah. service, obviously feel free. If you want to join us on shows in the future, obviously let us know. Uh, Ken has also posted, so I think Ken's been number one at posting tonight. Uh, let's have a look. We follow up seven days after collection with a courtesy call for one of our team. Um, and she's 75 and loves to talk and very non-tech, so it's great at leaving a uh, great impression. Oh, right, so the person you get to call people 75, right. Okay, I get it. Um, so, yeah, so ideal. So uh, sometimes not having a tech person in certain roles is an ad advantage, to be yeah, honest Yeah, I you. think that uh, that's pretty good. Because sometimes mm -hmm. tech people aren't very good at selling stuff, We're and they're not always the best people people uh, i was about to say we're not people people unless they are our kind you might say yeah exactly <laughs> it can be quite hard for someone who is a tech which generally not everyone's the same but generally techs are usually like to hide away they just want to play with the technology and not want to deal with computers i'm sorry customers they just want to deal with the computers so sometimes if you have got a store let's just say now and it is big enough to be able to have a separate sales person or customer service person like ken was saying uh, compared to the um techs who do the actual repairs and stuff uh, then that is a good idea because uh, customers can get a little bit confused with techie stuff and then the I, I remember when we had our store, um, I would so much prefer 
Phil to be out front and me in the back building, repairing, and everything so I could concentrate on one thing and being that Phil understood most of what was going on out out in the the sales floor, uh, he could go out there and he I tell you he, he was like the used car salesman of, of the <laughs> of the store. He could go out there and he could sell it, yeah. or he could point them in the right direction that they needed to go with their repair, or even give them a choice of repair or replace it. And, uh, you know, he was really, really good with, with his words and all. Uh, me, I, I was okay on the floor. I won't, I'm not a salesperson. I'm a repair. I'm a builder. Um, so I, my happy zone was in the office doing just that and putting Phil out front. And uh, we, we worked well together for a number of years doing that. Yeah, we did work well. Um, one one of the things, just to carry on from what Ken was saying about obviously calling the customer seven days later for like a, a courtesy call or whatever, how many people out there actually ask for feedback from customers afterwards? Do you send uh, an email or a text or, or anything like that to your customers afterwards to say, hey, would you like to leave us some feedback? We want to know how everything went. Obviously, you'll get those customers who complain no matter what. We all have them. We've all seen them uh, and so forth. But obviously, if you see a trend happening, if someone say one in every 10 people say, oh, yeah, it was too slow, then or it was too expensive or whatever, then you've got something what you might want to have a look at and uh, or potentially it might not be that you are too expensive. It's just not that you're letting the customer know how much value for money they're actually getting uh, for the service. They think, oh, all you've done is polished the lid of the laptop and that's it when you've actually done a full internal service some people don't understand what that means and don't be afraid of getting bad feedback because without the bad feedback you don't know what to correct mm -hmm. yeah. so a lot of people are afraid of getting bad feedback but i i, I welcome feedback when we do tech max every year no matter if it's zero stars up to a thousand sure i want to hear praise of how great a time you had and how you swung from the rafters you got all these freebies and you're just as happy as larry sure i want to hear that because i've worked really hard throughout the year to get the show going but if there was something that was amiss well i want to know that too because i can't correct it whether it be with the venue with phil with myself if I don't know about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... Uh, well, if your problem's with me and you don't like me, there's not much you can do about that one, sorry. Well, we'll just make him stay at home <laughs> for the next one if you don't. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, totally, totally agree. Replace him with Bond. If you don't know, you can't fix it. And, obviously, uh, other people might be having issues with that same thing, but they're just not letting you know about yeah. it. Because sometimes if people are only talking to you to your face they're not always going to tell you these little niggly things if you have a anonymous um form or something like that people can fill in they may tell you things that you didn't actually mm -hmm. realize or know they might say oh actually there's a strange odor when you come into the store which you may not smell you're used to it or something your like nose that. Or, blind yeah exactly <laughs> you, you're just used to it. you don't realize it smells like dog or pizza or curry or whatever when you um you're just used to that smell, and so you don't notice. But if a few customers might not say that to your face, so obviously that's something to do. Obviously, it's probably be a bit something else other than smell. But there we go. All right, so we're one minute past, so it looks like chat is quieting down. Uh, let's quickly go back to Steve and Jay. So, Steve, is there anything else you'd like to add on to the end of the show? Um, just a very quick story. I went to a, a customer once to do an installation, new computer, NAS drive, and when he opened the door, he said you can save my marriage. So I looked at him and said, why? He said, we bought a new mattress two weeks ago and we can't get it up the stairs. The stairs were narrow, they had a big bend in it and mattresses do not bend that well. It took me 40 minutes for him to get it up the flight of stairs. But I did it and he was internally grateful. So if a customer asks you to do them a favour, do it. Why not? If you're getting paid, do it. Yeah, but, you, know, you know, I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> when he said you can save my marriage, I, I automatically went one way, and then you said there was a mattress mark. And we're talking about satisfaction. Yeah, so uh, I gotta say, gone, Steve, maybe. right there, you, you really, really had me. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously the customers obviously I've had it quite a lot with uh, elderly customers. You want to move from this and doing with this when you go around and stuff like that. Is yeah. Yeah, obviously, to, to a certain degree, you're not going to go and do, mow the lawn for them and uh, uh, retile the roof or anything daft like that. But, um, but things like that, saying yeah. that, during COVID, um, mm. some of our elderly customers couldn't get to the grocery store to mm. get food. And we offered, you know, if you can't get the, <laughs> the kids to help you out, you know, mm. give us a call. And we will fetch them for you just to yeah. do a click and collect, you know. We did help a few. Uh, yeah. Then, didn't we? It was mainly people who hadn't got family yeah. or they were long distance away. Yeah. You weren't allowed to travel yeah. and stuff. So we yeah. I think help out. One, we great. one of the things that I just stick by is treat your customers like gold and treat them right. Otherwise, somebody else will. So yeah. always look after them. You know, because yep. somebody else had a, you know, a competitor or whatever, they will more than gladly turn your customer off, yeah, if you do something wrong. So That's it's true. just always worth remembering that, I suppose. Yeah. And to follow up on that, obviously, if the customer is a complete nightmare, and no matter what you do, they're never happy, oh, feel free to fire them. Yeah. You can get rid of your own Yeah, I've, I've done that. Tell, yeah. Tell them, sorry, it's not working out between us. Nothing we do is working. Um, so obviously there's a chance they might leave you negative feedback or whatever if you do or reviews or whatever but sometimes if you're just not going to make them happy it's just uh, going to cost you more time and messing around than than uh, it's actually worth uh, sometimes you just know that when you sell that laptop which you're making let's say 50 quid on because you're just shifting a box or something daft like yeah. that you just know they're going to be on the phone every single week for the next year till the warranty runs out and then they're going to be complaining that it does, hasn't worked since day one um, I've, and- I actually did that I was in that circumstance one time guy came in the store and I knew he would be like that because with his current laptop that he didn't buy off me, he was that way. Yeah. And he wanted to buy a new one. And no matter what he picked up in the store that day, I know this is horrible. I said, I don't know if that's one for you. Uh, first one was going to be way, way, way too slow for his needs. Second one... And not much better than the first one. And the fir- and the last one, I think you're spending too much money on something like that. <laughs> yeah, he's a decent one for a PC. Well, go there and have a look. Oh, there you go. Um, but, yeah, so sometimes you just have those customers you just know, and it's not worth messing around. You think, oh, yeah, it's an extra 1500 200 quid. I could have used the money, but. But over the year, it costs you money in, in time and resources and in sanity sometimes um so uh good comment there from uh, gadget joe treat customers exactly how you would want to be treated then do it better than that so that i go by that sort of philosophy on most things and it's not just customer service if you are wanting to compete against uh, a local shop or you want to be better that you want to be better you only need to be one percent better than that other store to be actually better than them, offer the better service. So it's always going that just one percent more. Um, so if you, for example, like the, the tech awards, okay, nominations are over now, but um, we we always used to do go if we'd lost an um, an award or didn't win, it's probably the best way of putting it. We came second, runner up, or not even get listed. We'd always look at who'd won or who would be top top five, and we go right. How can we be slightly better than each of those? Or people? how the hell did that happen? Well, sometimes <laughs> you look and go, yeah, uh, that doesn't add up. But but generally, you look and go, right, they must be doing something right. So yeah. obviously, yeah. whether it's or whatnot, you have a look and see why. So, um, so whether it's customer service, whether it's the way your store looks, your presentation, anything like that, just go that extra 1% of your competitors. And that's sometimes all you need to do. And you add that 1% on everything. So you're 1% better on your customer service, 1% better staff, 1% better the way you look, 1% better on the way you're doing your phone call. And suddenly you're then 5% better than everyone. Yeah, that one percent adds up on if you do it on everything. So obviously, if you can go a little bit more than one percent, then do it. But that's all you need is that just a little bit better 
to stand out from everyone else. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be twice as good as everyone, just just a little bit better at everything, and then that will get you that. I remember hearing our customers come in and see the awards lined up. Oh, I see you won another award. We always do a good job for me, so I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Yeah, they'd see another one in there. Oh, when did you get this one? I haven't seen this one. They always like to talk about our shiny awards sitting on the counter. And we would say we did well with the awards. I know a lot of people will go, "Oh, awards don't mean anything," and so forth. It does, but it doesn't. In some ways, yes, it's a shiny award. It doesn't necessarily get people in the store, but you do get free free publicity from it. Your local papers, new, um, and obviously radio stations, obviously publicise it, and obviously people come in. It gives you gives them a slight bit of reassurance, like, hey, these guys have been voted the best in the area or best in the country or whatever, um, or even just uh, top five or whatever. Um, it still gives them reassurances that um, uh, where they're going is known for something what they can actually look up and so forth but yeah anyway so right guys i think we're going to call it there so we're, we're slightly over but that's not a problem i'd like so, to thank our guests for yeah. being here uh thank you again steve and uh jay thank you for thank you. Uh, joining us and everything and for your thoughts and comments and uh thank you phil for running it <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you for being on as well, um, Jen. So, yeah, thanks, Steve, for your first time being on the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jay, thank you for joining us again. I think this is thank the you. second or third show, is it? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Third now. Um, so, yeah, I lose track. After, what, 130 shows <laughs> <I> was, uh, <laughs> we've had on each week sometimes. Um, and, uh, again, obviously, thank you for the guys watching, especially uh, like Ken. We've got Gadget Joe, Blue Ball, and so forth watching Cormac was on earlier and so forth yeah. again thank you all for watching and taking part and uh, we'll see you next time we do have a few yeah. shows coming up including distributor shows and a few things like that tech max updates quarterly review uh, yeah we've got a few but uh, we'll go over those in a few weeks but uh, yeah. again guys if you haven't already um obviously sign up at tech max we'd love to see you all there we've made it so it's cheap as anything for you to go it's just tftmax.com, uh, which I'll put on the screen for you if it will actually let me. And it's not letting me at the moment. Here we go. It's there. Okay, so if anyone does want to go there, uh, feel free to go. Big QR code. You've got the web address right in front of Jay's face. Can't miss it. So just scan that code. Uh, so, yeah, just point down, point down on it, down there. Uh, scan that code and uh, oh, go to the web com. Free tickets, one pound tickets, and 25 quid tickets. And uh, it'll be a good laugh and uh, be a good time. Get to oh, you know, we'll have a great time. That's it. So, right, I'm going to leave you all there then, and we'll see you all next time. So have fun, and see you probably next week. <laughs>